Welcome back, listeners. This is Steve Taylor for the Rear Grandy Guardian and RGB Public Radio 88FM. We're in McAllen, Texas today. We're at the offices of First RGV. We're going to learn more about First RGV today and some new initiatives that are coming down the pike. But we're hearing it from a different perspective because our special guest is Yolanda Saldana Woods, who is Alamo Area Director for First in Texas. And so the way I think of this, Yolanda really is San Antonio's equivalent of Mr. Jason Arms, who's in charge of FIRST here in the Valley. It's great to have you here, Yolanda, back in the Valley. And I, sh- I should say that, back in the Valley, because this is your roots. Yes, I was born here. I was born in San Benito and grew up pretty much in Brownsville and Harlingen. Um, and it always feels like I'm coming back home whenever I cross into, or wherever I cross uh, Falfurias from San Antonio. You're pleased to be home? You're pleased to be back. Oh, very happy to be back. It always feels like home. You see the palm trees, it feels like I'm home. Just need some valley lemons. And you were telling us earlier, because we did do an interview for the Rio Grande Guardian earlier with you, you were telling us how the valley has changed so much yes. from, from what you remember, obviously, because we're growing fast. Yes, um, this, the valley that, that we left in 67 is so different from the valley that is here now. It's so modern. It's progressive. The students uh, that I've met, and I've met several teams from the valley, are they're just, they're just very, I guess, goal-oriented, future-oriented. They're looking at their future and in STEM. They're looking at their future in engineering and in science, uh, and, and they're just looking ahead. It's no longer... Um, and, and hopefully this will help a brain drain that we have, like in San Antonio, we have a, a great brain uh, drain. Their students get educated and, and they leave the area. So it seems to me like a lot of the students here, because the roots are so deep, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be returning. They'll come back. It's a special place. It is. And we're going to talk more about why you're here, specifically this big event, this tremendous kickoff event that we all witnessed Saturday. But before we do that... If, could you define FIRST for us? Tell us what FIRST is all about. Well, FIRST is a, it's a competitive robotics program. It's education-based. It was founded by Dean Kamen in 1989. And who's Dean Kamen? Dean Kamen is the founder of DECA. He is an inventor. He's invented like the Dallas machines that, that are operated at home, insulin pumps, wheelchairs that are motorized, um, probably more famous for the Segway that he also invented. Um, just very innovative, very technologically and science-oriented, and uh, doing everything for the good of mankind. So he founded this organization because he wanted science uh, and, and math and technology to be recognized, just like we recognize football players and, and basketball stars. Uh, he wanted students who uh, are interested in engineering and science and math to be also recognized. And so let's let's jump ahead to this event that was held Saturday. It's a brand new season, the 2018-2019 season for competition for first uh, robotics teams. And most of the teams um, are connected to the local schools. So just as they play each other at football on a Friday night, they're also now competing with different teams in three or four competitions. So Saturday was a very big day at McCallum School District, Nicky Rowe High School in McCallum. It was the campaign kickoff. 
Correct. Yes. Yes, that was our, our kickoff for First Tech Challenge. And so the Rio Grande Valley is unique in the fact that, well, I say unique compared to San Antonio. Um, we don't have an FLL kickoff. The FLL game actually kicked off August the 1st. So many of the teams that were there uh, have been able to read about the program or read about the challenge this year. But that may have been the very first time that they saw the actual field, which was on Saturday. So... Um, First RGV is is allowing FLL teams and FTC teams to interact with each other, which is unique. And it's uh, the whole atmosphere of a pep rally uh, is just very invigorating. There were so many students there. They were sitting on the floor. They were all laughing and cheering and just excited about science. And this year, FIRST has combined all four levels of competition into the celebration of the man moon landing that happened in 1969. Um, and so every th- every mission, the first Lego League mission, which was the one I was talking about, is into orbit. And the first Lego League Junior is We Do 2.0 program is Mission Moon. Uh, first Tech Challenge, which is the middle school to high school age level, is the uh, Rover Ruckus. And Deep Space is the high school robotics program, which will not be revealed until January, the first Saturday in January. Um, so it's all about space this year. It's all about um, launch. And uh, the reason for that is we're now almost at the 50th anniversary of the Apollo landing, the first landing on the moon. So that was smart of the first leadership to say, let's connect. Yes. And we had on Saturday, there was this video presentation by a Rio Grande Valley native, Mike Fossum, mm-hmm. former astronaut who's now got a very important role at Texas A&M. He couldn't be here. He wanted to be here, we understand, but he, he couldn't be here, so he sent this video, and that was um, you know, uplifting, I think, for the students. It was. It was. I was uh, sitting next to a, a student. He was 12 years old. He knew who Elon Musk was. I did not know. And he knew all about SpaceX, about it coming into his backyard, and he was very excited and telling all his other friends about it because he's from the Hardingen um, School District. And uh, he was just excited about having it in his backyard. Yeah, so there was a, there was a, a SpaceX video as well uh, to continue that space theme. And so when, when you're sitting next to a, a child like that that mm-hmm. shows so much enthusiasm... For the job you have working for FIRST and promoting STEM uh, around San Antonio, that must just give you validation for the work you do when you see the enthusiasm of students at that age. It does. Um, I've been an educator for 20 years, and as an educator, it's hard to keep students engaged in learning, especially when you have dry material like, uh, like science can be. So I always combined a hands-on lab, but with FIRST Robotics, it's all about hands-on. It's all about everyone's idea counts. It's about the engineering design process. It's about thinking things through, working with others. And these, these children learn teamwork most of all. It's not about me. It's not about, oh, I'm the programmer or I'm the builder or I'm the designer. Uh, it's always their whole entire idea. And it's more than just a competition because it's not just the robots. Because they focus, because we focus so much on presentation on the uh, project challenges and deciding, I mean, this year's project, they have to design something 
that would allow astronauts in space who were going to be there for a year how to uh, use resources better, how to use water, how to use food, how to eliminate waste, how to get exercise, how to combat uh, loneliness and isolation. So these are the projects that children are tasked with, and they are to research it, come up with ideas, come up with a prototype of what they would do if they were a NASA engineer and they needed to decide how an astronaut could get exercise up in space where there is no gravity. So it involves a lot of research for the students that they were, they're going to do on their own. Yes, we can assign that as homework, but they're doing this because they want to win. They want to get an award. They want to get the, uh, the creation award, not just about the game, but about what their project is. And in order to, to win the competition, these students have to learn communication skills as well. We've been to some of the competitions last season and the season before, and you have to present as a team, you have a team captain, but basically all of the team could be asked questions by the judges as to how you built the robot, what sort of support did you get in the community, where did you get help for funding to buy the equipment, etc. Right. And so they're learning how to present themselves and to uh, come up with a very um, strong um, presentation of, of all the work they've done. So communication skills are important as well as the traditional STEM fields. Yes, yes. communication, also it also involves writing. They have to keep an engineering notebook, so they have to learn to document everything they do, everything that they suggest, every meeting has to be documented, and it keeps them um, on task. It's a good productive tool for them to have the engineering notebook that they have to present. I was going to ask you the importance of FIRST. Why, why is uh, teaching uh, robotics, giving children the opportunity to, to compete with each other in, in teams, um, in, in building robots and having them win a competition? Why, does that, why is that important for the future? But if it's okay with you, I'd like to read it. I asked that question of one of the speakers at Saturday's kickoff, and that was the superintendent from McAllen, because it was held at Nicky Rowe High School in McAllen. The superintendent is J.A. Gonzalez, a big supporter of FIRST, and I liked what he told us for a story. He said, we know that robotics teaches students life skills. It teaches them the importance of collaboration. It teaches them the importance of having synergy within a group. It focuses on continuous improvement because the students are always trying to fine-tune their robots from a coding perspective. And he talked about systems and processes. So when they're working on these systems and processes with robotics, that transfers over to life. So at the end of the day, it teaches them how to be leaders, but also how to follow a leader. It teaches them, and he says it's really just a perfect storm of problem solving and critical thinking which prepares that student and propels them into the future in a first class way. I, that was really um, an impressive quote for me for our, for our coverage. Um, I'm taking you would concur and this is why you're in it. First is makes a difference robotics, teaching robotics and STEM, uh, the STEM fields teaches the students so much uh, for the future. Now and, and I agree and in my words, he gets it. I mean, he gets it. He gets what this is all about. Um, I wish I could say I have the same kind of um, in, invigorating support from our school administrators, but they support the program um, 
it's not the same level of enthusiasm that I've seen here in the Rio Grande Valley from the school administration. Apparently, first RGV, the the, the team, the the uh, program here in in the Rio Grande Valley is one of the fastest growing yes. uh, regions for first in the state, perhaps the nation. I'm not sure, but I, I want to run just mention a couple of other people that were at this uh, kickoff event. We had. Uh, Mario Lozoya, who's a big supporter, you know Mario from his work in San Antonio. Yes. He was formerly an executive with the Toyota Corporation, but he's joined the Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation, and he's all about FIRST, and he's uh, made sure that Brownsville is joining FIRST this year, the Brownsville School District. So he spoke, and we also had Julian Alvarez, who's a Valley native, and he is now a commissioner with the Texas Workforce Commission, and he gave us a comment which we tweeted saying that he would not have missed this kickoff event for the world. He was so impressed. Yes, yes. And he uh, was a very big supporter in San Antonio, Mr. Uh, Lasoya was. Uh, Mr. Arvid is a supporter of all teams in Texas, uh, big proponent of all the teams in, in Texas um, by the Texas Workforce Commission. And so it was very, it was exciting for me personally to see them um, I've never had met them. I've not met them before. Heard of them, of course, but to actually have them at a kickoff. I mean, a kickoff is not a major event normally. But to have them at this kickoff... It is in the valley. It is in the valley, yes, yes. It is, uh, they definitely made it loud here in the valley. And so I want to move on now to um, some other work you did for FIRST. And that involved, recently, you had to visit Mexico City mm -hmm. for a big sort of global event with FIRST, because as we know, FIRST is in so many countries around the world. Tell us all about your trip to Mexico City and what was it about and what did you learn there? Uh, Dean Kamen, the, of course the founder of FIRST, had this, this wonderful idea that he wanted to make a FIRST global competition and invite teams from every country in the world. And... He the first the inaugural first global was in Washington D.C. where he met Ricardo Salinas from Grupo Salinas of Mexico, and um, they became fast friends. And Mr. Salinas said, "You know, next year we want to host the first first global," and they did. So August the thirteenth kicked off first global in Mexico City. There were one hundred and sixty three teams there from A to Z, uh, teams that usually don't in politics get along like Palestine and Israel and Iraq and Iran and they were all there and they were all working toward one common goal and one of the things that Dean Kamen had said was that if we could let our students use technology to unite the world then we would have no conflicts um, and, and, and you just see it you walk the halls where all these teams are and you see these teams working together, helping each other. Some of the teams, their robots arrived in pieces from the airport. Some of them lost their, their robot en route from their countries. Team Spain lost their robot. Um, so they and start so, from scratch. Start from scratch. The day before the competition, they had to start from scratch. And, so, and they did. And they had some help from other team members, but mainly it was them because they knew the coding that they had, they had put into their robot. But it was just exciting, and, and, you know, Mexico City put on a spectacular celebration, and uh, Grupo Salinas uh, and the outgoing and incoming presidents were both there, and it was just, 
it's a celebration that only Mexico could put together um, and make everyone proud. So it was an honor to be there. It was an honor to meet all the teams from so many different countries, to see them all work together. And uh, it was their first exposure to uh, another country. And But First Global is what united them all in one mission. And we should stress there, underline this point, that we're not talking about the outgoing and the incoming presence of Grupo Salinas. We're talking about the outgoing and incoming presence of Mexico, period. Yes. So um, Peña Nieto was there yes. at the beginning. Yes, And AMLO, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, was there at the end. At the end, yes. That shows the significance Mexico places yes. on, uh, on STEM and robotics. And uh, to me, the most I don't know, spectacular honor to me was that Me the Team Mexico won a silver medal for the competition, and it was given to them by their current or incoming president. And these are children from high school or secondary schools, and they got to meet the president of their country. You know, and the Mexican uh, national anthem was playing in the background just like the Olympics because it's just, it's a lot like the Olympics. They have the Parade of Nations. They wear their native costumes. They bring their robots. They parade. They play their, uh, they have their banners, their flags, their country's flags, and it's just um, overwhelming. There were many, many tears in the arena. So I take it you would like to see the same prestige for these students that are really good at STEM, the same elevation given to them as, as we do the, the football players and basketball players, etc. in Texas. Definitely, definitely. Um, and I've supported uh, all my high school teams. I was a high school teacher for, you know, 20 years. So went to many football games, volleyball games, basketball games. We do it all over again. But there's also children who are not into the sports. And then FIRST is such a, a, a diverse program that we have uh, resources for those that were that are maybe um, have special needs, and we make accommodations for students with disabilities at every event. Those accommodations are made. And for teaching the resources, uh, there's nothing that can prevent a child um, from participating on a team. Let's bring things uh, right up to today, to today because I know earlier today, along with uh, Mr. Jason Arms, president of FIRST RGV, you and he visited the Mexican consulate's office in McAllen to offer your services to help um, create a FIRST program along the border. As we understand it, FIRST is very popular in Monterrey, but there aren't any teams in uh, Reynosa or Rio Bravo or mm -hmm. Matamoros. And people in around, it was facilitated by the consulate's office, they had lots of important dignitaries there, but some of them had not heard of FIRST, but they were interested. So tell us your goals there, what you hope to achieve in, uh, in promoting FIRST uh, just across the river. Okay, my, my primary goal was to, I guess, let people be aware of the program, especially the, the border towns. Um, since I'm from San Antonio, but I, my parents live in Uvalde, we have the border towns of Ciudad Acuna, Side del Rio. We have Piedras Negras. We have Nuevo Laredo. So we were at the Mexican um, consul, the Mexican consulate, excuse me, uh, to talk about growing teams that are just a couple of miles away from McAllen and from all the other border towns like Reynosa, Matamoros. Um, they're so close, and yet 
they're not, um, they don't have the first programs there. They have some in Monterey, but they do not have them uh, on our border towns, the fronteras, like we would like them to be. So the the dialogue was opened up to create some kind of infrastructure so we can share resources across the borders and involve the children of Mexico with FIRST, and not just at the high school level, which they, they are participants in, but more at the, at the younger level, where you can generate the most interest, the most excitement. Uh, and so we wanted to meet and see if we could grow together and extend our arms across the, the border, because altogether we are FIRST. And uh, we mentioned Mario Lozoya earlier from Greater Brownsville Incentives Corporation. Yeah. He thought it was so important that he paid a visit to this event today as well and, and spoke highly of FIRST and helped you know, make that sale yes. to the uh, um, different business leaders and education leaders that were there mm-hmm. from Mexico. So he played an important role today as well. Yes, we, pre- we presented the, the program talked about what FIRST is. We talked a little bit about FIRST Global. Uh, and Mr. Lasoya was uh, instrumental in, in, in talking about how he helped build some of the infrastructure in San Antonio uh, through Toyota, uh, reaching out to, for mentors because the Maquilas, they, they need this technological, technological support. He uh, pointed out that for them to get someone to fix something that breaks down, it shouldn't take a day or a flight from another city there should be someone here locally that can fix things. Uh, and that requires education. That requires education in, ty- in science and technology and engineering. And there's no reason why we can't do that in the Rio Grande Valley. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's growing fast in the Rio Grande Valley, but uh, pretty, pretty soon it could be uh, a big and helping the students in Reynosa, yes. Rio Bravo, Matamoros, etc. Right. I see. Okay. Great. And then I said um, before we started today, I'd also give you an opportunity to speak about AmeriCorps uh, because that's a, a, an organization you know well, mm-hmm. you've been involved with, and now there's a connection, I understand, between AmeriCorps and FIRST. So tell us more. Yes. Um, I served as an Ameri- uh, first AmeriCorps VISTA uh, for one year. My service ended on Thursday. And through the uh, VISTA program, is how I became involved with first RGV and with Jason Arms. So we encouraged him to become a site supervisor and open up a site or an opening for a a VISTA. A VISTA is a volunteer in service to America. We take an oath that we will serve for one year. We work full time. At the end of the one year, we are given a Siegel Education Awards grant, which can be used to pay for education in college, or we can use to pay off our college loans. Uh, we receive no, um, I guess we're not employees, but we're members of the, the Vista Corps, and so we receive a monthly stipend, it's called a living allowance, and they also reimburse us for all our expenses, for travel, uh, there's a lot of traveling to events that they will reimburse. They furnish the travel to world, and they furnish the world, uh, any travel that's ne- necessary to support teams. Our main goal, the main goal of an AmeriCorps VISTA is to support teams, mentor coaches, and to grow first. 
And the main focus is to help those who are underserved, whether they are in underrepresented underrepresented communities or uh, in poverty areas. And that is the main goal of the AmeriCorps VISTA. And so now the the plan is AmeriCorps VISTA in the Rio Grande Valley. Yes. So Jason had told me that there is now going to be a VISTA to help him carry out the successful programs he has here. Um, and I think she will be probably starting this week sometime. So um, I'm very excited to meet her and to get to work with her alongside with her. Well, Yolanda, thank you. Those are all the questions I had for today's podcast. So I thank you for coming, dropping by and giving us this exclusive interview. Is there anything else you'd like to say, either about your visit, about the work you're doing in, in San Antonio, uh, about FIRST in general? No, uh, just thank you for the opportunity to be here, and I'm so glad I got to speak at the Mexican Consulate uh, and to reconnect with Mario Lozoya and Mr. Alvarez, and thank you very much. Yolanda Saldana-Woods, Alamo Area Director for First in Texas, thank you so much for today's interview. Thank you.